Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. So I'm getting some emails about winning <laughs> the, the, the fan, right? And yeah. no addresses. So well, you didn't ask for addresses, I did. Dork. I said sent. No, no, I did. no you didn't. No, Marcia you didn't. Garris, I, well, remember I, I sent I, you one. No, listen to me, dear. <laughs> what I said was, don't tweet me because I need your addresses. I said, send them to Gmail at Mark and Marsha and send me your address because otherwise, how can I send it out? Does that oh. sound familiar at all to you? No, but mm-hmm. I, if you hum well, a few bars. But okay, maybe if you listen to anything <laughs> I said, it might have rang a bell with you. So, yeah. uh, Susan Summers, send me your email address. Uh, Randy Cottrell, send me your email address. So a couple of people. And then I've got uh, congratulations to Tammy Gamble out in uh, Forestville, California, who won one of the docking stations. So congratulations uh, to you for that. And uh, thank you for, for playing or whatever it is that we're doing. Thanks here. for playing. Thanks for playing. Listen, so Mark Bernhardt just uh, tweeted out what you were talking about. And he says he lives in a Faraday cage. Because that's why he kept his landline. <laughs> cell phone is cell phone is weak in the Faraday cage. Yeah, exactly. We got a lot uh, of tweets from funny. people saying uh, that they that some of them have said they've already given away their cell phones. Yeah, exactly. But I, I got to tell phones, you, if, if we I, if we had to do away do with the AT and T signal at my house, you have to stand on one foot and lean towards the left. And it's bad. It's yeah. very I mean, bad. I installed yeah. one. And it works. I have to say, it works great. I installed uh, Verizon. You got one of the microcells. Yes. Uh, yeah. For AT and T, it's Microsoft. For uh, Verizon, it's called something else, which I don't remember at this moment. But it works fine. I, you know, I can use my cell phone now all over the house. Where before, I used to only get one bar. Uh, but, uh, let's see. Also, I've got, uh, let's see. El Chirizo said, I got rid of my home phone back in 2003. Haven't missed it at all. Uh, uh our buddy Skip, uh, 7547 said he got rid of his home phone back in 2003. So, uh, a lot of people have, have done that already and are just using their cell phones. So well, then there's me who just never answers the phone. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Marsha almost never answers her phone. <laughs> uh, fascinating, but true. Uh, okay. Uh. Uh, back to eight things that will disappear in ten years. Number two, dial-up Internet. Uh, relatively cheap prices and the proliferation of high-speed Internet will put the final nail in the dial-up co- uh, coffin. They say kids 15 years from now will ask, what is dial-up and how did we surf the Internet with it? Uh, there are still a lot of places in the country that do use dial-up. You know, it still exists. I don't know what the percentages are anymore, but it's bigger than you would think. But because prices have come down substantially from, you know, where DSL was originally 30, 40, 50 bucks a month, uh, dial-up is getting less and less attractive. And I can't even imagine. Could you imagine now using a dial-up connection, you know, and how slow Uh, that is? Well, you know, I still have my K-Pro 2. So I'm still threatening every once in a while to pull it out and give a... Give it a try. Right. So I might have to try up. I don't know where I would dial up to. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think I'll, I might give it a try. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of interesting. So they say dial-up Internet. Uh, let's see. Next, we've got mail. 
<laughs> Email has slowly killed post offices everywhere. The biggest customer of the United States Postal Service is Netflix. Uh, has the option to watch movies on your computer. Of course, Netflix is trying desperately, I think, and I think this is where they're heading. Uh, you will see that Netflix is a, a streaming in the future rather than sending out movies. Uh, mail services envelopes will slowly disappear. Package delivery is here to stay. So they're saying that uh, your traditional mail that you go out to the mailbox every morning is going to disappear. And, I, you know, if you think about it, how much mail do you really get that's important? I mean, I all my bill pay is online now. And all my, you know, most of my statements are online now. So I pay my bills by using it online. And you know, uh, but you- what is really interesting, and I was reading some stats on this, I think I tweeted it uh, last week, is that when somebody sends out an effective direct mail piece, yeah, not, you know, like old school baloney, but um, something nice with a QR code in it or something like that, the response these days is bigger than it used to be. Because people do not get any quality direct mail anymore. So if you've got something to sell and you've got some smart people designing your piece, it mm-hmm. could be incredibly successful. Now you use the, although you use the postal service more for packaging, but do you see a time where you're not going to have mail delivery? Um, I think delivery will be less often. Mm-hmm. And perhaps there'll be an uptick in overnight deliveries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it'll go away altogether. Yeah, I, and I, I don't I think, remember, time. we live in technology bubble world. Right. Not everybody <laughs> There's else a does. whole country out there who needs the U.S. mail. Yeah, who are those people? I want names. Everybody, everybody else. I want names. Those um, people in uh, Joplin, Missouri. I'm sure they appreciate their mail. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's... We live in a tech bubble, so you know whoever wrote this, it could be a little yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. Okay, number four, and I have to say, there's some, there's a lot of talk about these kinds of things. Newspapers. Uh, I had a chance at Distinguished Speakers series a couple of weeks ago to host. Um, oh gosh, I just went back. He wrote the soloist, uh, L.A. Times reporter, uh, and I'm suddenly, I apologize, suddenly blank on his name, but very well known. Uh, L.A. Times reporter, and we talked about this, you know, where, where are newspapers? And I have to say, him being one of the top journalists in the country, uh, he wasn't so sure that newspapers were going to survive. You know, it's interesting you talk about that, because, you know, when I was at the shuttle launch, I covered a story for the Daily News, and that appeared both online and offline. Um, when I travel, I buy a copy of a newspaper. I read newspapers when I'm out of town. The interesting thing about a newspaper that you can't get on the Internet Mm -hmm. is that you get exposed to different points of view, different things that you normally would not read about. Because the best part of a newspaper, hopefully, is that it has all different views and all different interests. And I've found many times when I do pick up a newspaper for the article that I want to read, I'll see another article that I probably would have never noticed and never read before, but it's there in the newspaper. Right. So, you know, it it widens my horizons, and I think that's one of the problems that people have, especially these days, is we're not exposed to different points of view. We're not exposed to a lot of new things, mm-hmm. and I don't know how they're going to do it. It would be nice to see newspapers. I think maybe the format will change. Well, he you know? was, in, and it was, by the way, it was Steve Lopez, whose name I just went blank mm-hmm. on from the LA Times. And, uh, you know, a lot of this is coming on your iPod, on your iPhone, on your tablets. So, you know, you're reading newspapers still, but the paper, I think what they're, you know, they're talking about is the paper. 
that it's going to disappear. Uh, you know, advertising dollars aren't able to keep up the funding because so many, so few people are now reading newspapers compared to where they were that they'd rather put them on a Craigslist or, you know, something like that. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where newspapers go, and I think that's a real dilemma for the uh, newspaper business. I mean, and if anybody's really interested in this topic, as I am, Mm -hmm. Google future of newspaper and adjust your search to the past week. There's some interesting scholarly articles and some really smart people talking about that. Smarter than me. Right. So do that Google search and look for the scholarly articles on. Future of newspaper. Are there people smarter than you? Yep. Really? And you, Mark. No, yep. that's not true. That's yeah, simply true. not true. Yeah, huh? yeah. What, it, huh? it is. What? It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, compact discs. So we went from four tracks, well, we went from LPs to four tracks to eight tracks to uh, cassettes to CDs. They're saying no more compact discs. And the reality is, you know, it's funny, I had a conversation with, with my wife the other day about, I had just told her I downloaded an album on iTunes. And she said, well, why do you want to do that? And I, you know, why don't you want the CD? And I said, well, one, I downloaded it, I had it in 13 seconds. You know, it was there, I was able to get it, uh, you know, in my hands exactly as I wanted it. I can put it on my iPod, and in most cars today, you can transfer your, uh, you know, whatever your thing, or listen to, not transfer necessarily, but listen to in your car. You can plug in your iPod or, or whatever other thing you use and listen to it in your car. So, uh, you know, is there really a reason to have a CD anymore? Uh, and well, you know, what we do is we keep them all on a hard drive, and we use Apple TV to play them on our phones or on our... Pff, we don't play it on anything. Right. <laughs> Bathroom mirror. Um, <laughs> right. You know. Uh, and, and that's a great way to go. What I want to get, though, is one of those TV screens that go in the bathroom mirror. Have you seen those? In the ba- you mean built into the mirror? Yep, behind no, the mirror. It. It's an LCD screen. I first cool. saw them years ago when I did a spot on Bloomberg News mm-hmm. in the bathroom so the employees could keep up on everything that was happening. They right. were TV screens in the mirror in the bathroom. Right. And I've stayed at a couple of hotels that also have this. Okay. Uh, so that, you know, you're brushing your teeth, you're doing your hair, whatever. Right. You can watch TV and watch news channel because I am a news junkie. Yeah. So, yeah, I love those. I really want that. Um, I don't know what that has to do with compact discs, but okay. Well, yeah, we went from streaming. Uh, streaming, I see. I knew yeah, there was streaming. some connection there. Yeah. I just wasn't quite getting it. Uh, but I do believe that you'll see compact discs, you know, kind of go away because everybody really is downloading um, everything. Well, they're not very green, are they? Uh, they're not very green, and on top of which, it's way cheaper to download it than, than to go into store and buy a DVD. Uh, Amazon had, not that I'm a big Lady Gaga fan, but Amazon had a special price on Lady Gaga's new DVD, uh, well, download, and it was like 15 bucks, and they had it for like 7 You know, for $7, you can't go to a store and buy a DVD, or a CD, rather, for 7 bucks. So you get the whole thing, you can move it, and then when, you know, if you got an iPhone or an iPad, you can plug it in, and it downloads on your computer, so you can listen to it on your computer, on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your MP3 player. You know, you can't do that with a DVD or a CD. Right. You have to move it from place to place to place. So, I, you know, I believe that may well be one of the things that actually goes away. Now, we're going to break, so you think about this, Marcia, because this is the whole reason that I started doing this. They contend that number six is the printed book will go away. 
So <laughs> let's could. talk. Yeah. So let's talk about the printed book. We got a couple. But we of, can talk about that. Because, yeah, we can talk uh, about it and see. There's what, not a better way to learn. No, exactly. So uh, we got that. So don't go away. When we come back, we will uh, talk some more about that. We're going to talk about tablets. I got a. Yeah, yeah. This is Marsha Collier, along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD Now V-Series solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. With thousands of beverages to choose from, how do you quickly and easily find the perfect one every time? Now, Pocket Wine Assistant's free smartphone app gives you quick access to prices, ratings, expert reviews, winemaker notes, even recipes and cheese pairings on thousands of wines. With Pocket Wine Assistant, you have on-the-go advice in your pocket whenever you need it, making sure your every wine selection is the perfect one every time. Visit PocketWineAssistant.com to download the free app to your smartphone today. If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800-833-0111. Talk. Talk to me. WSRadio.com. 
Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. Okay, so let's finish up with these last couple of things, and then we'll talk about tablets. Um, all right, so printed books. You know, you were, oddly enough, you talked about this, which is kind of, uh, I have this in my hand to talk about. They say, you know, between the iPad and the Kindle and other ebook readers, uh, printed books will all be digital. Uh, and that is, you know, uh, I have to say. I, I actually have a problem with that because I read ebooks. I do. Mm. I read ebooks all the time. But when I want to learn something, I want a hardcover book that I can highlight, that I can bookmark. Right. And that makes sense. That I can go back and refer to easily. Uh, yes, you can bookmark and do all of that yeah. in an ebook, but flipping a page actually is more time economical and you can reread okay didn't i read that a couple of paragraphs ago right and go back and you just flip the page it's a little different on an ebook um so i when they announced that they were pl- replacing some college textbooks right. with ebooks I went a little bit, eh, I don't want my doctor studying. <laughs> really, I want my doctor to, oh, also, which I, the Merck Manual, you know that book, right? The Merck Manual, no, I do not. It was originally published in the 1800s. It was the first, like, kind of pocket guide for doctors. Wait, did you write that it? they would, uh, pardon me? Did you write that book? Very funny. <laughs> and at Book Expo, they were giving away copies of the original Merck Manual, which wow. is now several thousand pages, but in those days it was just a couple hundred, so which was very cool. Mm-hmm. But again, a pocket reference, yeah, it's great to have on a tablet and it's great to have all this, but when you're initially learning the subject, I really prefer the book because you don't know what to look up on Google if you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> you true. Have to, you have to learn it from somewhere. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll, you know, we'll see where this goes down the line. And I, and I do see, as you say, I think I see college books as being less attractive to be digital. Although kids are going to adopt technology, and they probably won't mind that you can't. You know, we're used to you and I are used to taking the yellow marker and marking off those things in the books, as you said. So uh, very interesting, huh? Yeah. Uh, so that's I, one. By, wasn't also, that like way, in Soylent? What was that movie with Soylent, Soylent Green? Green? That future movie where. Uh, Edward G. Robinson had like a library of books, and people walked in and said, "Ooh, how cool!" I don't remember that, but but the greatest episode of Twilight Zone ever was with Burgess Meredith, and there was oh, like, he was fabulous. Remember this? There was the apocalypse, and Burgess, Mer- Burgess Meredith was a uh, worked in a bank, and he all he did for his entire life was he loved to read. And he's in the vault when the, whatever it is, nuclear explosion, whatever, wipes out the entire planet. And he walks out onto the planet and he's like, oh my God, I'm the old last living person on the planet. And, and he's, you know, he's walking and he's so despair, has full of despair and he walks over and he sees the public library. And he walks over to the library and says, ah, I can survive. My books are complete. He drops his glasses and they break. And no! I mean, talk about, oh, my God, talk about a desperate, you know, so now he's everything he always wanted in life and he couldn't do it. So that was the uh, my beginning of remembering books and such. Uh, also, I want to say thank you to, let's see, congratulations to Scott Townsend, who is uh, out in Oklahoma listening to the show, who is one. Scott is my big buddy. I've never met Scott in person, but <laughs> he's a great guy. We may have met once. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he won. Yeah, so Scott won one. And then let's see. Uh, 
I think we had, well, there's a number. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking to see. Well, okay, let's move on. We'll get more of these as the show goes on. So we got some, a few more of these to give away. So send us an email if you want to win either the gaming keyboard. Only got one of those. Uh, somebody was probably a gamer out there or the uh, mobile fan and docking station. I think we've given those away. So that is gone. Uh, okay. Uh, so we talked about the printed book. Uh, let's talk about privacy. One of the last things to go. Yeah. Privacy. Social networks like Facebook and Twitter brought you uh, what you ate for breakfast in the public spotlight. Uh, with the speed of uh, light, you will find information will not stay private for long. And we've seen a lot of that. Hard to believe that one isn't true. You know, Despite privacy acts and, and all kinds of stuff, we've seen from Sony, who went through that disastrous period, they are now back up online, but they let go 100 million email addresses, passwords, things like that. So, oh, I don't well, know what you, think. you know, I, I was reading a story this morning, and I hate to say it because I'm a big Sony fan, but mm-hmm. Sony is spiraling the drain because of all of this. It was tough. It was tough. I, and I love Sony, too. This was brutal. And, of course, it could happen, frankly, it can happen to anybody. I mean, exactly. You know, uh, well, but, there's PR ways to handle things, too. <laughs> uh, yes, there are. And, 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 you know, they've done an okay job. I think what happened with Sony was they said, we'll be up and running in a week, and it was six weeks later. I don't think even they realized the magnitude of the, of the hacker break into that system. Uh, so that was a big issue. But uh, lastly, and then we'll go on to tablets, lastly, getting lost is going to disappear. <laughs> It'll be difficult to get lost sometime in the next because everything you own will come with a GPS device. And that, you know what? That one I believe. No more. Well, you know, when I was in New York um, and I did get lost for a second, mm-hmm. I just know if I went to where there were no buildings, that would be by the river. If I went towards the buildings, I'd be heading <laughs> Right to the center of town. Right. So I mean, there, you know, some common sense can prevail. <laughs> yeah, it, it is fascinating though when you think about it. Though you know, the old days of you know the image of the the guy saying, "I don't need directions," you know, and the wife banging him over the head. And most of the time, that was actually true. Uh, yep, GPSs yep, yep. have replaced that. I mean, there's just no question about that. Uh, so if those Moses are the eight things. Moses had that, a GPS. Yeah, that well, who did? <laughs> Mo- if Moses, if Moses had, had, had a GPS, GPS. Yeah, he wouldn't have been lost so long. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, as we move along to tablets now, let's talk a little bit about tablet computing and such. Marcia, you had some uh, things before we go to break, and then we'll carry it over. Oh yeah. Well, no, I w- I wanted to talk about the alternatives. From what I've heard, and they are dear friends of us, but, I mean, a lot of people have gotten into the market. Um, You know, the Motorola Zoom was the first tablet to use Android 3.0. And i got to tell you, I met with my friend Andy Rathbone, who wrote Motorola Zoom for Dummies, by the way. Good book, if you want to get that. It's amazing that we've already gotten these books out. It's, it, it amazes me how quickly... Well, let me tell you, when you write tech books, especially on hardware, right. <clears throat> hence why I'm not writing them, uh, sometimes you have to write that whole book in five weeks. Yeah, I mean, the, the Zoom came out, what, less than two months ago, I think. Yeah, and the book is out, and he has some great tips in the book that are undocumented. Um, but I've got to play with it, and Honeycomb really rocks. There's a program called Google Body which I can't get for the iPhone, can't get for low-grade Android. Mm-hmm. And literally, it shows the human body and the nerves. Oh, sure. It's just the most unbelievable program. So so that is absolutely fabulous. Um, now, the mobile slate by LG mm-hmm. can capture and play back 3D video, which is kind of cool, right. if you care. 
The Asus ePad Transformer TF101 uh, has an optional uh, docking station, so it kind of turns into a netbook. Um, now, our buddies at Kobe and Cherry Pal, <laughs> they also have bargain-priced Android tablets, and, you know, that's when you fall into the ugly part of good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> right, exactly. But you tell a little. I have a whole list of them, and I have some information about them and pricing. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just, I cannot live without my tablet. I take it all, I take it to work with me, I take it at home. I, I, I rarely, as I say, turn on my laptop anymore other than doing the show because I need it for that. But I, it just, you know, I can't really survive now without my uh, my iPad. I'm using my iPad all the time. And I've tested, as we've talked about in the past, I've tested now about five or six. You've tested them. And uh, regardless of which one you end up getting, you find that this is going to replace everything else that you want to do or every other kind of electronic device that you have. And, and I Well, just I've think- got to tell you, the initial Galaxy Tab, uh, which will not upgrade to Honeycomb right? because it needs a different processor. Right. Um, if you want a nice tablet that's going to work off your Wi-Fi at home, uh, you know, if you don't want to pay for a service, I would suspect you'll be able to get those on eBay very, very cheap. And I think that's a great gift. Well, you know, Galaxy Tab is um, just about to come out with their new Android 3.1. Exactly. But yeah. I'm talking about the old one. Yeah, the old It'll one. It'll be a great deal right. on eBay, and it's a wonderful little tablet. All right. We're going to talk some more about tablets, and I don't know. We'll have some other stuff to talk about for the next hour, I'm sure. Uh, send okay. in for that ta- uh, for those fans. Let's see. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS You've Radio. You've been listening to Computer Leader. and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Attention eBay sellers, protect your feedback ratings from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bidder warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid, whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Use bidder warning to regain the power to protect yourself. Bidder warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bidderwarning.com with a free two-week trial. Promo code WSRadio at bidderwarning.com. Bidder warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Are you ready for the largest consumer wine event in Los Angeles? Then get your tickets now for the 6th Annual L.A. Wine Fest on Saturday and Sunday, June 11th and 12th at the historic Raleigh Studios in Hollywood. Come on out to see the Grand Cru sponsor, Robert Mondavi Discover Wine Tour, along with literally hundreds of other renowned wineries and food purveyors serving attendees the best they have to offer. For more information and special ticket pricing, go to binvillage.com. Bin Village is where wine lovers connect. 
Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. Permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your Little League team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com, and thanks for listening to WS Radio.